Yes, people, welcome to the 19th episode of the Backpack and Psychonaut. In today's episode, I want to talk about ego and the traps of an egocentric mind and how it can prevent you from growing, can cause you a world of suffering and is actually at the core of all of your problems. So it's a very difficult one because our egos are so complex and are so multi-layered that it's very hard to dissociate between what is ego, what isn't ego, how was our ego affected us here. It's very subtle and it works in very like subtle ways. So it prevents us from achieving a lot of success, being humble and developing a lot of the characteristics that allow us to kind of grow and have that like conscientious mind. So I think before we like go into kind of what is ego and why we have it and how it's going to stop you from from achieving success. I kind of want to explain my story with ego and how it affects me more in a different way to what it would other people. So when you think of like an egotist or someone who's got a big ego, you think of someone who's very self-absorbed and self-confident, narcissistic and thinks, oh, they're the best and they can achieve everything and they don't want to listen to anyone else. Whereas like there's two sides to ego. There's like there's like 50 sides to the ego, right? It's so multi-layered. But for me, the way I find the ego works is like in two different ways. First, it keeps me very self-doubting. It's always saying like, I'm special. I can't do this. I can't do that. You're not as good as other people. And it's always putting me down. This ego, this part of my ego is very like self-doubting and self-critical. And it prevents me from taking a lot of action because it thinks I'm not good enough to do things. And it actually saps my confidence. And this is because my ego's got this like concrete idea of who I am, which is this person who can't go out and achieve things, who is socially anxious, who hasn't got the ability to go out and compete with other people. And that's part of my whole ego. That's part of my ego. Part of that is like very self-destructive, very self-centered, negative, self-doubting person. And that is the one side of my ego that's very self-prominent. And I see this as I still suffer with social anxiety. Sometimes I still suffer with anxiety here. I always second guess myself in situations where I know I've built up the confidence to deal with it. And it's like my ego's holding on to this concrete idea of like, I'm not good enough to go out and achieve things. And that is a part of my ego. So like the ego-centric mind isn't just the self-absorption, the self-confidence and narcissism. It's also the self-doubt. But on the other hand, my ego gets me in this really, really tricky way, which I'm going to dive into later. And I've read this from Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And I never understood this part of my mind and part of this ego until I've read this book. And it's how it attaches myself to future scenarios and thinks I've already achieved things. So I tend to live a lot in the future. And I think like, I think I'm special and I'm better than people whilst also self-doubting myself I've also got this other part of my ego that thinks it's better than people and thinks oh wow I can achieve this and look I'm on this path of self-improvement and I'm going to have a million subscribers on YouTube and have a famous podcast but this isn't grounded in reality it's me living in some fabricated reality that I've kind of manifested and fabricated in my own mind and my ego is attaching to that it gives me this sense of importance and this sense of like gratitude for who I am because I'm imagining some future scenario that I've achieved. But in reality, if I look at the the results of where I am, I'm not getting a lot of listeners on my podcast. I'm not posting mega consistently. So that there is kind of the truth. That's a reality. But the ego is making me see a different reality. It's making me believe that I'm someone who I'm not. And if you're if your belief isn't formed in your actions, it's formed in your ego. 
So if it's not actually formed in the results you're getting and the actions you're doing day by day, it's formed in some fabricated ego. So you're actually forming your beliefs on something that doesn't exist. And it's good to have self-confidence. It's good to believe in yourself and think, wow, I can go out and achieve things and I can do this. But the moment you start like having belief in yourself that's not grounded in the actual results, this is going to cause problems because you're not actually going to see what's happening in reality. And the biggest characteristic for people who want to develop is humility. Having humility and being able to self-analyze and see like, where did I go wrong and what can I do next is going to be your biggest asset. And it's probably the the biggest and most shared characteristic of people who achieve big things and who are the biggest successes in life. Like when you look at Cristiano Ronaldo, Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, all these people, right, they look mega confident. But if they were just this really confident person who just never analysed their own performance, then they wouldn't get to the top of where they are. They wouldn't get to the peak of the sports. They wouldn't be the people they are, the successful, confident people. But what they all have is this trait of they analyse their their negative sides. They go, right, what can I improve on? And they're constantly looking at their negatives and going, right, this is where I am now. What can I improve on to get me there? They still have the belief that they've, if they put in the time, they will get there, but they're very rooted in reality. They're looking at the ground. They're looking at what they're doing now and going, right, this isn't good enough. What can I improve here? And they're always being a student, having that student mindset. And this like beginner's mindset is... The biggest asset, and this links into what I talked into one of my other last podcasts, which is like curiosity. So have this beginner's mindset and this curiosity, because once you can develop this, once you can develop this curiosity and this um, beginner's mindset, you're always going to be willing to learn. You're always going to want to improve. And the person who wants to improve versus the person who thinks he's made it is always going to take over because you're always going to be developing new skills, developing new mindsets, always going to be reading into more things and looking at other people and seeing what you can take from them so never think you know it all because the moment you think you know it all you know nothing and this like Socrates was talking about this like 3,000 years ago 4,000 years ago this is the guy who pretty much like started the basics of stoic philosophy and that stoic philosophy has been kind of a cultivator and a builder of western society today and literally his main teaching was question everything and you don't know anything He's like, you don't know nothing. The more you know, the less you understand. So have that beginner's mindset in everything you do because this is going to allow you to go to the bottom and be willing to take shit from people and be willing to look like an look like a novice, look like you don't know things. But in them moments where you go down to the bottom and you lose your ego and you listen to people, they're the moments where you're going to learn and adapt more. So yeah, they're just two things that I really understood from Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. But I think we should talk about like what is ego and like where does it come from and like why do we have one? So if you think about it, right, everything that's ever happened in our ever life, in, in our life has formed from our experiences. So we go through life experiencing this. This happens to us there. We have a bad relationship with our parents. Some girl breaks up with us. We get bullied in school. All these experiences accumulating, right? And we're we're kind of having this perception of these experiences and this perception, this knowledge of these experiences and our interpretation forms an ego. So like when we're born, we have no ego. We're literally just pure emotions, pure present moment. And then to fit into society and to kind of fulfill our bodily needs and the the needs to survive, we have to build this idea of a sense of self to look after ourselves. But through all these experiences happening, we develop this ego that kind of interprets everything that's happening. And this is good, right? This is because it allows us to fit into society, allows us to survive. 
But when this becomes a problem is when we believe that that ego is us because there's a separation between us and the ego. Like we're observing this ego happening, like constructing, like there's something behind the ego. There's a difference between me and the I. The I is the thing that's accumulating all the experiences and developing this idea of us, of Alex Rogers, of whoever you are listening. That's the ego right there. It's taking all the interpretations of the experiences that you're having and form this idea of the way you behave, the way you think, the way you act with others, the way you interpret life. That's all your ego right but behind that is this faculty of awareness it's like this conscious experience to observe so the true art of kind of realizing what the ego is and how to separate from it is realizing there's a difference between me and i and this is a thing that takes years and years to understand and like intellectually you can't actually really like fabricate how in how this affects you. It's kind of a thing you've got to practice through meditation and contemplation. And like Buddhist monks literally go up into the mountains and like spend all their life meditating on this one idea that they're not this sense of self. But that's why we have an ego. This ego is to like fit us into society. It's to allow us to look after our bodily sensations to survive because everything that has a body and moves has an ego. Even animals have an ego. They have a sense of self. So how does ego actually affect you and how does it prevent you from achieving success? And for me, like, I'm going to talk about the aspiring to succeed part, but the ego affects you in like three different ways and like three different stages of life. So you've got when you're aspiring to success. So when you're down at the bottom, you've not achieved anything. Your ego will be there rather telling you that, oh, you're definitely going to achieve things regardless of the actions and the results you've had, or it's going to be self-doubting you and self-critical. The next part is when you've achieved success, when you've actually achieved success in life and you've had like maybe mini wins, maybe like massive results, maybe you've become a millionaire, maybe you've just gone to the gym and lost a bit of body fat. In these points of success, ego is going to take over and it's rather going to delude your reality and start thinking that you're the best and you know everything or it's going to start self-doubting you again and going, oh, that was a fluke, that was a luck. And like ego can be very flux, as I was saying before, very multi-layered. And the next one is when you're failing. So when you fail to succeed, when you've tried something and you're not working, your ego is going to be working you then. And they're the three stages of life that we're constantly in. We're rather expiring to success, we're rather succeeded, or we're failing. And all them three are in constant flux. And we're in different parts and different aspects of our life. We're achieving each one of them stages. And ego has a core ground in each one of them but in this podcast i think just because it relates to me more i'm going to talk about the aspiring to success and as i've mentioned before the two ones for me are the self-doubt and the ambition and the belief that you've already achieved things in this like fabricated reality in your mind and it's really hard and difficult in our society now because all the self-development advice and all the books and everything are promoting you to kind of believe in yourself and have this belief and grounded like you can achieve anything and whilst this is important it really does kind of disregard what is happening in reality and like one of my favorite quotes is you don't get confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror by but by having an undeniable stack of proof you are who you say you are outwork your self-doubt and really, really think about this, right? The more actions you take, the more you pursue things and you turn up every day, that is you building up the idea of the person who t- turns up and that's the results you should, that's the ego that you should fulfill. That is the, they're the results that you should base 
your reality and your ambition of not this goal that you just wrote up 10 minutes ago and now you're trying to delude yourself into thinking you're already there. And this law of attraction stuff that goes around now, I think it's got like a nice basis where it's like believe in yourself, you can achieve anything, but it's literally just promoting people to delude themselves from their actual reality. And the only way you're going to get to where you want to go is a step-by-step actions, is a sitting down and meditating every day, is the reading every day, is recording the podcast, whatever it is, going to the gym. Them day-by-day actions are going to accumulate and compound and get you towards where you want to go. But be careful of this ego not deluding you and focusing on that top goal because as soon as it does that, you're going to start becoming complacent and like you're going to believe that you've already achieved that and then complacency is going to kick in and complacency you'll miss one day meditating you'll miss one day reading you'll miss one day recording the podcast and that one day leads into two leads into three leads into four and then months pass and you're still deluding yourself thinking you're going to achieve this goal but you're not actually taking the actions and that's like one of the biggest ones for me and it happens to me all the time and the next thing which is like really interesting is like talk and how like talking and doing kind of battle for the same same resources in your mind and this is one thing I do again massively and I'm going to relate this podcast to me a lot because I feel like this is something I'm suffering with a lot recently is like battling with the ego and staying humble and staying accountable so I like to do a lot of talking. Obviously, you can tell by these podcasts, talking to other people, talking about where I want to go in life. But what happens is when you're talking constantly about things and you're not actually doing, it's fighting for the same resources and your subconscious mind doesn't actually know the difference between reality and what's imagined in your mind. It just kind of has that image and it just believes whatever you're saying. So you can kind of like trick your subconscious into thinking you're already somewhere. But as I said before, this this talk is not based in reality. It's not based in results. And it gives you this false sense of gratitude and security that you've already achieved your goals. So it's actually taking away your willpower and taking away your energy to go out and take the actions. So like set goals, be clear on where you want to go, but don't tell people, don't talk about it. Maybe have an accountability partner, someone who can help you hold accountable and can show you where you're going wrong and can call you out when you're not doing things and actually like promote you when you're doing well. But don't go around shouting out your goals to the world because this is something that I do on this podcast a lot and it's really a fine line for me because I'm trying to give good advice and I've made like certain parts of my life where I've improved, but I've got so much more growth to do. And when I sit here and spout all this advice off to people and go like, you want to, you should do this, you should do that. I don't practice everything I preach and therefore I'm actually kind of deluding myself and giving advice that I don't take. And like the pure definition of wisdom is like taking your own advice. So be careful of what you're saying and how you're talking and really just like focus on what you can do day by day. Have the vision, but focus on what you can do. And the next one is like, do you want to be somebody or to do something? And this was a massive, massive like inspiration I got from reading The Ego is the Enemy. It's like a lot of people now, like when you set these goals, you set this version of yourself you want to be, you want to achieve this, you you want to get shredded, confident. Like why do you want to do that? Is it because you want to get the validation from other people? 
Or is it because you actually want to go out and achieve something in the world that's bigger than you? And that the whole act of being egoless is doing things that are bigger than you, things that are uh, outside of your sense of self. But when we set goals and when we go out to achieve things and when we go out to socialize, whatever it may be, it's like we're constantly going to seek validation. We're not actually doing it for the core purpose of just that one act. It's like our ego needs to be validated and needs to be secured. So like for me, for this podcast, my main goal is to pass on the message of self-improvement and like enlighten people into the realization that they can improve themselves. There's a better way of living. You don't have to be anxious and depressed. But there's this other side of this, right, where like I want to be rich. I want to be have some social status. And that's not bad, but I need to make sure that I'm choosing that one more than I'm choosing that one, that I'm choosing the the core purpose more than I'm seeking validation and like defining your purpose is really important for this because then you can weigh up which one you want to do. Do you want to be somebody, which is fine. You're going to get the validation. You're going to get the appreciation from other people. But whilst you do that, you're going to not do something. But if you focus on doing something and you really stay humble and stay on your purpose and stay on your mission, this is going to allow you to get towards your goal and you might actually not get the validation from other people it might never happen in that way but at least you know you stay true to your purpose and that's going to align you with more peace more gratitude and more discipline and everything's going to come from staying with your purpose so be careful you're not trying to seek validation from others and and that seeking validation from others is like the core of social anxiety for me it's like I suffered with social anxiety for years, as you, as you would know if you'd listened to the podcast. And it was literally because I was constantly self-doubting myself that I'm not as good as others and people don't like me. And that, again, is just pure egotism. So, social anxiety is just pure egotism. It's pure, I'm putting my importance on what other people think of me. And that's literally, I'm not, there's this quote by Charles Tooley, I think it is, where he goes, I'm not who I think I am. I am not who you think I am. I am who I think you think I am. And our perception of who we are is placed on what we think people think we are. And that's just just blows my mind. It's completely illusionary again. And that's the core basis of social anxiety. It's like we're putting our validation, our importance on the validation of others. What does that person think of me? Does he think I'm good? Did I act in this certain way? Does that person think I'm cool? All these thoughts all this, I'm not good enough to go and socialize, are coming from a place of insecurity and not coming from a place of abundance. So that's the core of social anxiety for me is that seeking validation. The next thing I want to say is like, get out of your own head. And this literally comes, the whole of this is going to get wrapped up in this one thing. It's just get out of your own head, stop associating with all your thoughts. And I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but it's the most important thing is you are not all your thoughts. You are not all your emotions. Everything that comes up is all this ego, all these thoughts, all these behaviors, everything that's bubbling up is your ego, but that is not you. It's things that can be observed. And so you need to practice meditation, practice contemplating on this, do things that make you uncomfortable, go out there and push yourself out of your comfort zone, because that's going to by doing that, by being humble and doing things that make you a beginner, make you a novice, is going to disregard the importance of this ego on you. And it's going to like silence a little bit of that ego. And the more you do things that make you uncomfortable, the more you meditate, the more you contemplate all these things, the more you read about the how the mind works and the ego, it's going to bit by bit chip away at this ego and it's going to bring you back to reality more. And we can use ego as a tool. Like ego can be used as a tool to fit into society, to fulfill our purpose, to to do good work, but 
We need to make sure this ego is used as a tool and is not us. And you need to practice things that make you dissociate away from that because it's going to cause you a life of suffering. And like literally all suffering comes down from this attachment to the sense of self and attachment to our bodily sensations, all the thoughts and all the emotions that rise up. So yeah, make sure you practice all these things because it is the most important thing you can do. And for me, like if we did this as a society, if everyone focused on contemplating on this sense of self and trying to realize having the realization that we are not this sense of self we are not this ego i think we would all progress as a society and we could actually end pretty much every problem that is happening in the world because instead of focusing on things that we want to do we would see the nature of reality is we are all one everything is one together and everything is just this core base of consciousness and if we could all get to that faculty of awareness if we could be at that point of awareness where we're just consciousness we would all help each other because there'd be no difference between me and you but when we attach with this ego this sense of self is i instead of the me the me is everyone this i is us like this sense of self once we attach with this we're going to do things that are self-centered and self uh, serve us instead of serving others. And by this, you're going to cause other people suffering, which is in return going to cause you suffering because you're going to bring up the insecurities, the anxieties, the greed, whatever these emotions are, you're going to attach to them and it's going to cause you suffering because it's not anchoring in the one thing that is the present moment. So yeah, really do focus on dissociating away from this ego and like it's so subtle and so complex and it's like literally formed by all of our childhood experiences, everything we've experienced in our life. This ego is just in a big accumulation and a part of everything that's ever happened to us and our interpretations of it. So it's not going to be an easy thing and some of us might never get there, but through life you're going to slowly but surely realise that like, yeah, I'm not, I don't suffer with the same problems I used to suffer with. So surely that sense of that sense of self, that I that was anxious, now he doesn't get anxious by the same scenarios. So there's actually no I because it's changed, it's flux. Everything in nature and reality is changing. So there is no concrete. So yeah, really work on overcoming this. And I think if we all this, did this as a society and if this got pushed in self-improvement, if the the main teaching was like, you're not your emotions, you're not your thoughts, you should develop an understanding of your own mind instead of trying to achieve all the material world and the external validation i think would be a lot happier society so that's my podcast on ego um if anyone's got any topics they want me to talk about just let me know if anyone's got any ideas about ego i'm still trying to learn about how the intricacies of the ego and how kind of like complex it can be so if anyone's got got any enlightening information just share it with me and Yeah, thank you very much for listening, people, and I'll see you all in the next episode.